The Sign Out Podcast has partnered with Outdoor by Four to bring you this conversation. Welcome to the Sign Out Podcast. Here we interview individuals who are pursuing their passion and who want to share that story. All of a sudden, there was this guy, and I still remember today, in this white Tacoma that backs into the spot across from me, throws up this thing on top of his roof, puts out his hammock and starts cooking dinner. I'm still messing with the poles 45 minutes later. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing in his life, but I need more of that and less of this frustration. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sign Out Podcast. Always a good time to get back in the studio and get another episode recorded. I'm really excited today. We have a group of guys that we're going to get to talk to, uh, three founders of Calvary Overland. Calvary Overland is a community out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area based around overlanding rigs. I'm sure they have a lot of stories to tell as well, but we wanted to bring some of the founders in today and just learn more about each one of the founders, what these guys are doing in their community um, around overlanding, how they're bringing folks together, and what their organization's all about. So we got on today, Brandon Darwin, Jacob Brackens, and Shannon Hodges. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. We're, we're really excited, um, humble, and uh, excited to have the opportunity to, to chat with you here. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh it's going to be fun to have three guys on the podcast and hear some different stories. So I always like to start off with, you know, how each one of you guys got into just outdoor adventure. When I think about sign out for me, it's all about outdoor exploration. You guys definitely have the overlanding, you know, bent right now with your community, but I'm sure what got you there started a long time ago. So Shannon, what, what's, how did you start or what was your uh, genesis into getting into outdoors? Uh, yeah, so uh, I've had the pleasure of being married to my wife for 26 years now, and I'm uh, a little bit, I got married when I was 18 and 19 years old, or I was eight, 19, she was 18. Um, so we we started off very early just with an outdoor background. That's That was our form of entertainment, because you know, when you're broke teenagers, uh, <laughs> you, you can't do a whole lot, but, but the outdoors is free. And so we really just spent a lot of our time going outdoors and, and camping. And uh, there was one particular moment in my life uh, here recently, we, were, we had moved to Texas and we were camping at one of the state parks and things weren't going as planned. Uh, we had our kids, they weren't participating uh, in setting up the, the the tent, the ground tent with the poles, you know, yep. and um, it, it was just frustrating. Right. And, and all of a sudden there was this guy, and I still remember today in this white Tacoma that pulls that backs into the spot across from me, throws up this thing on top of his roof. And then puts out his hammock and starts cooking dinner. I'm still messing with the poles 45 minutes later. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing in his life, but I need more of that and less of this frustration. Um, and and my wife and I, we went down a re- this rabbit hole of what is that thing on the top of his his truck? I found out it was called a rooftop tent. And and there's this whole like community called overlanding, which we were totally unaware of at the time. And uh, that's kind of how we got started. That was about probably four years ago. And so then we went on a shopping spree and we're like, okay, how do we get the rooftop tent? How do we do all the things? And, uh, we, we just started collecting rooftop type gear and, and started kind of transitioning from concrete pads of camping to, to getting out into the forest. Um, and then shortly thereafter that I met Brandon and Jacob at one of the first meetups that, that we had it, uh, back in 2001. And, uh, they've kind of let me come participate ever since. 
That's awesome. Brandon, what's your what's your story into getting into this world of camping? You know, I just grew up, my grandparents would always take us out. You know, there's two destinations every single year. My family always go to Broken Bow, Oklahoma, and then Padre Island, National Seashore. And so throughout that, and then traveling, playing ice hockey, we also always went to the mountains and skiing and stuff like that. And so when I heard about an easier way than spending, like Shannon said, 45 minutes putting together poles and a tarp, um, rooftop tents and everything. And I saw Jacob had a rooftop tent too. And I was like, oh man, we got to get together and get after this. And so it kind of just trickled from my childhood all the way up to my adulthood. That's, that's awesome. So Jacob, let's hear some of your story, man. How you got started in this outdoor adventure. Yeah, man, I was, I, I didn't, I didn't always start off with the camping thing though. I, uh, man, I was kind of an outdoorsman. I, I love sports being outdoors. Um, I grew up in the era where like, when, when my mom wanted to punish me, she told me I had to stay inside. It wasn't like, I'm going to ground you from a game system. None of that. It was like, you can't go outside. Uh, so, man, I've, I've been an outdoorsman for, for the longest time. Um, grew up fishing, running around the woods. Like, that, that was just my thing. Uh, my grandmother had my grandmother had quite a few acres um, in Kemp, Corsicana, and Waxahachie. As I was growing up, so I would go out there, and they'd had they had horses, and so we'd go out, and I spend weeks at a time uh, out there, and and part of that is when you're out there, you just naturally like, hey, I'm not ready to go back to the house, so we're just gonna stay out here, um, and and so that kind of really that kind of really bit the bug. Um, fast forward, uh, got into the the hunting space, really loved hunting. And I, I love backpacking, kayaking, mountain climbing. I, I, I genuinely love being outdoors. And um, I was just getting, uh, I just had my daughter. She, my oldest Mila, and um, she was terrified of the motorcycle I had. And so my wife was like, well, hey, look, I, I don't think we should hold on to it. I said, if I sell this thing, then I'm getting one of those cool rooftop tents that I see on Pinterest. Now, I got lost in the space uh, uh, on Pinterest with with overlanding gear and trailers and stuff like that. And she said, OK, cool. And so that that kind of kicked it off, man. I sold my motorcycle, used the funds from the motorcycle to uh, fund the uh, the roof, the, uh, the, the bed rack and the rooftop tent. And it has been history since history. Well, at since. some point, you have to teach your daughter how to ride a motorcycle, though. I agreed. I agreed. So, like, it's funny. We were actually driving uh up virginia the other day and my daughter's the motorcycle drives by i said you know daddy used to have one of those but you didn't like it she said well you should buy another one i said you know what baby that's absolutely right let's go tell mommy (laughs) i'll tell you yeah i'll tell you jacob i've not won that argument and my youngest daughter's 17 and she still hadn't learned how to ride a motorcycle but i still ride them so (laughs) that's that's awesome yeah she's i think she's uh she'd be on board shannon has one of the e-bikes that he's brought out to one of our meets before and she got on that thing and had a blast. So, yeah, we we may have a motorcycle coming back, uh, coming back in the family soon. That'll be good. So each one of you guys, um, a couple of you alluded to it, but uh, what what is that story of where y'all started meeting? Even because obviously y'all probably knew each other before Calvary. Is that correct, or what is that, or or did that what is that what brought y'all together? Shannon, what do yeah. you you shook your head, Shannon? What do you what do you say there? Uh, well, well, Jacob and Brandon were the, were the original founders. Um, and 
I believe the story goes, and, and Brandon may jump in here and tell us, but Brandon was searching on on Facebook looking for a group to go camp with. Um, and, and they went and, and camped in Broken Bow. And while they were out there camping, they was like, you know, in the, the DFW area, there's no place to go and there's no meetups. Um, so they got back and decided to, to host the first meetup and kind of just posted something on, on Facebook, which is how I saw it. Uh, we, we saw the post on Facebook through just mutual groups that were all kind of were already in. And uh, my, my wife, you know, asked me if I wanted to go. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's definitely do that. And so I met them for the first time back in, I think it was like May of 2021. And a, a church parking lot is where the first meetup was at. Um, and what would what, what you have like 35 rigs that showed up guys? Is that right? Yeah. So that, yeah, that fun, that story is actually really, really interesting. So I, I, Brandon and I, we, we went to the same church. Um, okay. And so I knew, I knew Brandon uh, just kind of in passing there, but we didn't really spend any extended time with each other or anything like that. And I was, I was perusing the uh, Facebook and then I started seeing this white tundra with a with a bed rack and rooftop tent. And I'm like, oh, bro, you're in the game, huh? And so <laughs> I think we actually <clears throat> we actually sent a message to each other and connected. Like, hey, man, we should take a trip. We're like, yeah, let's do it. And then, you know, time happens and life happens and we didn't we didn't end up connecting. Um, and, and then Brandon just went he went he went hard and heavy. Like I was seeing posts like midweek on a Wednesday or something. And I'm like, bro, what is what is going on? And uh, he's like, have you been to Broken Bow yet? I said, no, man. He's all right. Let's, let's do that. Let's do that this weekend. So um, we, we, we scheduled it out. Uh, Brandon uh, had, had, uh, he was the trail lead for the unofficial first uh, run for us. And uh, we had another guy named Jonathan Cheek who, uh, who tagged along with us. He was one of the original founders and um, man, it was a, it was a good weekend. I learned a lot that weekend. Brandon kind of put me on game with the roof, uh, not the rooftop tent, but with the uh, with the refrigerator. <clears throat> but it was out there um, that that uh, Brandon had the idea, and I'll kind of let Brandon talk about where the idea came from because that was certainly his uh, his brainchild there. Yeah, go for it, Brandon. Yeah, so <clears throat> you nailed it on the head. I mean, I saw, and I'm one of those personalities where I get into something, I go full bore, right? until i like dive into it and so i posted on facebook and and jacob was like hey let's go after it and so we get out there and uh we're camping and then we're just sitting around the fire and it was a rainy one too so it's like wasn't even the best conditions but and we burnt bacon and it's just going through it right and we're sitting around it's like man you know how many rooftop tents we see down the highway and we would love to get to know more people um, because I had been posting on Facebook, who's an overlanding, who wants to go out. And the first time I got connected with someone that had a rooftop tent was Jacob and Jonathan. And it had been like two weeks I've been searching. And so, man, I would love to meet more people. And then we all were like, okay, let's do a meetup. Was it that coming week or two weeks out, Jacob? Yeah, I think it was two weeks out. Cause I, if I recall correctly, you're like, Hey, let's do this meetup thing. And I'm like, Hmm. Look, I will help you, but I'm not taking any kind of significant role in this thing. But I got too much other stuff going on. Um, but yeah, I was like, it, no, it may have been three weeks. We we actually did three weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, it was three weeks out. What year was this? This twenty twenty one. Still yeah. okay. It was like Feb. Was it February? No, no, it was May. Where it was our first? Yeah, it was March that we took the uh, our first trip. 
and then it was the end of March. And then uh, when we got back, we planned it out and shot for that 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 early May um, for the first meetup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it kind of just goes from there. And then that first meetup, like Shannon said, there was like 35 rigs, 60 people, somewhere around there. And it was in a parking lot of a church, the church that we go to. And we're like, okay, we got to do giveaways. And we literally arrived that morning and ran into uh, Academy, which is next door to the church. Right. We're like, okay, $60 of our own money. Let's get giveaways. We did like baked goods, grabbed that from um, Walmart down the street. And so it was kind of just all thrown together. And then oh, it was, yeah, it was just very like, thrown. Huge success. <laughs> Community came out strong. People loved it, you know? So. It's funny, yeah, because I, I recall, man, when we when we first did it, we we threw we made it a, a Facebook invite. McKinney Riggs and Coffee is what we had it we had it termed. And I didn't pay any attention to it. Jonathan was kind of monitoring it. He he's the one who actually made the post. And I I, I specifically call I remember him calling me. I was leaving the range one day. Um it was about a week before the event. He's like, Hey, have you seen the the Facebook event? And I was like, No, man, I hadn't I hadn't been paying any attention. He's like there's like 60 people going. Mind you, we were expecting maybe seven, <laughs> seven to 12. And I was like, oh, man, we should probably actually plan on doing something other than just showing up in the parking lot. And uh, yeah, like like Brandon mentioned, man, we, we went and grabbed some went and grabbed some pastries and had some water because of Texas, you know, it's, it's, it, it gets out pretty quick. And um, we were like, how much money do you have in your pocket? And scrounged up 60 bucks to go to Academy for giveaways for the first one. And uh, yeah, community showed up. We were we were certainly, certainly surprised. So how did that start? I guess, was that the start of Calvary Overland or was, was that already created? Are you thinking about that? Where did that come about? Because when I look now on the website, it looks really official. It's, you know, you have a nice setup, YouTube channel and everything. So, but I, I know you started that somewhere, right? Website, all, all props to Jacob. Jacob works hard on that website, so you got to give him credit effort. where it's due. It's a big team effort. We we actually, when we first started, uh, you know, when you f- fill out the Facebook group, they're like, it's like host name. And we were like, well, it's not going to be, it can't be Brandon or Jacob or Jonathan as the host. Like it's got to, it's got to come from something. And uh, like I said we 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 all we all are, are believers, and so we were trying to figure out a name. And and uh, Brandon, I think you were the one who actually came up with at the time uh, Genesis Overland. And we we're like, yes, that is that is the one. That is the one. And so we started we started off there. We kind of did a, a, a internet search and looked and didn't really see anything out there. And then we we went off as uh, as Genesis Overland. We started off as Genesis Overland. Um, and then after that first meet, uh, we met we met guys like Shannon. Uh, Shannon was at the very first one. Um, Paul, who is a, a another lead member of ours, came out to the very first meet. We met a lot of really cool people. Saw a lot of really really cool rigs, um, and and that's when actually where we started uh, we started connecting with with just some of the other players in the community. Um, I think. Was Scott out there for that first one, or was he? Did he come out to the second? Do you recall? He may have been out for the second, I believe. But yeah, so we uh, coming out of that, you know, there was a lot of folks who were like, "This is this is awesome," 
And uh, I kind of looked at Brandon and, and uh, Jonathan and said, well, I guess we better I guess we better try and do this again next month and see <laughs> see where it goes. So is that I mean, now that I mean, it's up and running, but, you know, what's that mission now? You talk a lot about community on your website. Um, what's that mission for Dallas Fort Worth area for Calvary Overland? Yeah, I look we from the from the very I'm not gonna say from the very beginning after we realized like, hey, there's a lot of folks out here who are are looking for this this level of community. It was really, really easy. We kind of come back to that that kingdom concept of community. So our mission is to is to strengthen the outdoor community through experiences designed to connect people and deepen relationships. And so really putting that emphasis on the 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 person to person interaction. Um and so I mean how we how we walk that out, um, we kind of man, it, it snowballed really, really fast. Um because we started off with just doing the 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 monthly meetups and and making it a very low barrier of entry for people to come out like we don't charge anything for people to come out for the beatups and ever since that first one we have been providing uh breakfast and drinks for for the community it has it has increased as we've gone along we are no longer just doing walmart pastries um <clears throat> but really just try to make it a, a big giant open door for people to walk through and meet meet other adventurers uh from all walks of life so that's kind of that's kind of the big thing um you know it's it's interesting in texas because sometimes we're not seen as the outdoor adventure community we're not colorado we're not utah we don't have vast amounts of public land that you can just go cruise on but when you really start digging around though you'll find that there are these people that want to still experience that you know being in dallas you're not far from oklahoma you're not far from you're not that far from colorado honestly i mean that's a day's trip there but what's it been like just and and i'm gonna ask shannon this question just seeing that community like because there's so many different people that live in texas now if you don't live here you might not realize that it's a very diverse community and so what was that like for the dfw community to all of a sudden start putting this together like who all is being attracted to this um, to this group now? Yeah, so like you mentioned, you know, we're because we are in northern Texas, we are very close to a couple of national forests, whether that's Arkansas, the Wachita National Forest, and the Ozark National Forest. You know, of course, Wachita leads into Oklahoma as well. So everything for us is you know about a, a three to four hour drive, and we're we're into some really great scenic uh, places and we've discovered that a lot of people are willing to put in a little bit of a drive to get out of the city, get out of the metroplexes and, and just experience nature and just kind of let their hair down a little bit, you know, put the cell phones down and and just kind of experience, um, you know, all, all the glory that's around us. And, and the fact that we are so close to, to two national forests uh, and just a ton of playground space to, to play in uh, is, is really what I think our community has been looking for. And the other thing was, is uh, kind of like me, like, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that my, my whole adult life I've spent outdoors, right? But I didn't never really was in any of the national forests. It wasn't until I really met Brandon that he's the one that took me to the, my first national forest and actually camped in the national forest with Brandon for the first time. Um, and it, it was such a great experience for me. I was like, other people need the same experience, you know, because I grew up just always camping at state parks. That's what I thought camping was. You know, I heard of national forest, but really didn't know anything more about it. And I think there's a lot of people that, 
are like me that are outdoorsy but didn't know or don't know about all of the the public land that is available because we do live in Texas and like you mentioned there isn't very many but um, so having a community that's able to take people out to those national forests and give them an experience that they've never had before is super rewarding. It's something that you just can't get by watching a YouTube video or, you know, because watching YouTube video makes you super confident, but you still get out there and you don't know what to do. So having having a community of people that you meet on a Saturday uh, to to network with, to to make relationships, to to be able to like say, hey, we like the same stuff. Let's plan a, a camping trip together with our families. And it just, it just evolves from there. Yeah. And the community you build of sitting around a campfire and talking is, I mean, that's like one of the best ways just to hang out and really learn about people. Uh, I've, I think that's just a, a great way to reach out to those. Um, but you know, when you think about, I was been thinking about this, about rigs, right? That could be a little intimidating if I show up in the parking lot and everybody's got the perfect rooftop tent jeep toyota tacoma now we got the broncos um how did i mean i, I would say that some people probably just show up and are just interested in you know what's what's that like to be sure that they don't aren't overwhelmed with hey no really if you just have a car that can get a little bit off road you can come join us you can still put your tent up on the ground right oh yeah there's so we started out <clears throat> at the church and then we quickly moved to a bigger parking lot right and so we went to cabela's um jacob had a connection with the person over there and so we started using the cabelas and there would be people that didn't even have a rig that would come up and walk over from cabelas and just check everything out and we were getting questions online it's like hey i don't have a rig but i'm interested in it can i still come to the events we're like of course there's no place better to check out what rig you want to buy than a meetup or go camping with someone that has a rig you know and so we we and what's what's cool about is calvary overland is that in the Dallas Metroplex, there's a lot of clubs, right? There's a lot of, you You buy a club membership and you get to hang out with them. And we're a welcome all, hey, every event is free, food is free, drinks are free, come on. And, and like you said, there's no better place to get to know someone around a campfire. Um, Jacob made this illustration to us a while back, but it, really we, we strive to do a funnel, right? A diagram where our meetups, our monthly meetups are, are the widest part of it. And then as we get down to our community events where we go to a brewery or we or we go to the shooting range or we go do other things, that's the narrow. And then our trips that we guide people on and get to get to know them and talk around a campfire, that's the narrowest where we get to deepen those relationships and get to know about their family, where they're coming from, their background, and get to really walk step and step with them through challenges through life, not just be a part of a community. Are on y'all's trips, is it full families going? I mean, everyone's mm -hmm. invited. Yeah. Yeah. We try to make them all family oriented. And then also we, we bring a lot of value to those trips because you can go out with your buddies to the national forest for free. Um, but you're not going to get professional photography meals made for you, uh, classes out there. And we had, uh, Lone Star medics out there doing a hemorrhage control class with us. Um, and so there's a lot of different stuff that we do on our trips too. That's awesome. I saw y'all recently at uh, Penn's down on the sand. How was that trip? That was, it was awesome. Like I said, so I grew up going there every single year. And so I had some knowledge on it and talking through the park, the National Park Service and then some sponsors that wanted to help us do a beach cleanup. Um, it was just such a cool thing to see everyone get to experience the vastly different experience 
compared to the forests that we're used to up here in North Texas. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, we got to go down and camp and you're probably familiar. It's a 62 mile stretch of beach where you can go all the way to the end. Um, and the tides are rolling in the, it's windy, it's sandy, and you got to really, a lot of different dynamics you don't really get to experience, but getting to guide people. And then on our way back up, we got to clean up the beach and do a lot of, um, cleaning and, and share the experience of, Hey, we're going to make this better, um, as we leave for our children and, um, the future people that get to come explore. Yeah. I thought that was a great thing. I was uh, looking at some of y'all's post on that and just love that you can get the community of being Calvary Overland, just involved in a beach cleanup. And I mean, what a great example for kids right? To go out there, get to play in nature, but then they're like, hey, it's time to give back on the way back. So let's do a little work. And yeah, that seemed like, it seemed like you had a really good turnout and you're ready to do it again and expand it. Yes. Yeah. So originally I wanted to make it the biggest beach cleanup in Texas history. Right. And so I really strive for that. And then we kind of like, okay, we have this project and this project. And then I, I was like, okay, let's bring it back. Let's do an intimate test run get familiar with it this year. And so we had a great group. We had like 30 rigs sign up, um, a lot of really cool people. And it was cool. Cause like overlanding rigs, everyone knows that there's tents and everything's like built out. Right. So you don't have like an empty truck bed. Well, the people that went hung trash bags from their rack mirrors and they left with deeper scratches than pinstriping because of the metal trash and it wow. swinging on the beach. And, and so they, they really put in the max effort and we collected 125 huge bags um, with only like 14, 16 rigs. And so that's just, just blows my mind, the effort behind the, the group that we had. And then getting to camp down there was a whole experience as well. But so that was this year. We limited it at 30 rigs. I was talking to the National Park Service and they were helping me with that. Next year, we're doing all out. We want it to be a rally. The whole overland community, not just from Texas, everyone come down. Let's camp. Let's clean up. I'm going to be getting with uh, some of the local uh, companies as well. So we're going to do a short distance cleanup and then we're also going to do the long distance cleanup with the overlanders and so we're looking forward to that that'll be awesome there was a ton of trash too like yeah i mean we would i I don't know would you say like maybe 15 ish miles that we that we tracked down and and clean and it was you you go to the next mile and it's like man it feels like we didn't even make a dent yeah. So, you know, more hands on the beach and and shout out to the Calvary community, because like Brandon mentioned, there would be times we weren't even we weren't. This wasn't even a designated stop for us to clean. Somebody just needed to hop out and take care of something with their rig. And when once the convoy stopped, there were there were folks hopping out, going over hitting the, uh, you know, hitting the backstop, getting it all cleaned up and just, man, they were they were eager. So. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take, you know, if we even, if we had a, if half of the community, um, that shows up at our meetups come down, there could be a pretty significant impact to, to the cleanliness of Padre Island for sure. That's awesome. That's, that's a great way to give back. I was up at, uh, Stephen F. Austin visiting my older daughter at college and we were out at Lake Nacogdoches and just walking around right there. I'm like, there's so much trash. Like who's leaving all this trash right here. And I'm just walking around, picking up trash, putting the thing. And I'm like, I told Mia, I was like, you need to get your professor, your geology professor, bring y'all all back and just do trash cleanup at the lake, not even look for rocks. So it's a great cause. 
Shannon, what's a typical event like for you guys? Like, what what does that kind of consist of? Whether you're going to Pens or you're going to Washita or Broken Bow, just you know, for the person who's still like, I'm not sure I'm into this. What does that look like? Yeah, so probably probably the easiest thing is is to really um, that person show up first to one of our monthly meetups, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's probably the the basic entry level thing to kind of see if you even like you know the people that that you're around, right? Um, sometimes, you know, personalities don't, don't mesh, but there's, there's usually somebody in the group that, uh, um, you know, that, that you'll be able to connect with right away. So our meetups though, uh, you know, as we mentioned earlier, they, they started with like 35, you know, rigs, 50 people. And now we're, we're hitting close to, to 200 rigs and 300 people on average that show up every wow. single month to our events. And, and we're, we're seeing that about 40% of those people are brand new. Like they've never been to an event before. Um, and, and one thing that you'll find though, is if you, if you do come out to one of our events, so we just recently got back from rendezvous in the Ozarks, uh, we, we put together a caravan, a sign up sheet with it on our website. And I think we, we had about 40 people that registered to, to caravan up to rendezvous in the Ozarks with us. Um, and we had a great, you know, camp out so much so that we did trails. We, we did all the things that, you know, you could do in the Ozarks. Um, there was one particular couple that even mentioned that that was the best family vacation they've ever had. Just the, the the community effort that we had around the campfire, the the extra effort that everybody puts in, uh, just just to make people feel welcome, right? To, to make you feel like you belong somewhere, and then to get out and experience nature and to see what your your four wheel drive vehicle can actually do, you know, off of the showroom floor. Because we had we had a few vehicles that were still stock, and it's amazing what what stock vehicles can do. You don't have to put on the thirty seven inch tires and the three inch lift kit in order to go out and and just get off road a little bit and just experience, you know, nature. Um, but, but it all starts with our meetups. That's what, that's where it begins. And then the, the like Brandon said, with our funnel, it, it continues as we do more and more things. So, you know, we were also the same week in the pins. We were also, we had uh, part of our community up at big iron overland festival, uh, a rally up in, in Kansas. So, you know, we're, we're in multiple places on weekends as well, just kind of really trying to spread out and, and making sure that, we represent the the Texas community well, but then also trying to make sure people have a, a place that they can call home. That's awesome. It is interesting that people don't realize what their rigs are capable of. I took a friend to a Jeep Jamboree and I have a Rubicon, which, you know, off the shelf can do a lot. And he was shocked. I was like, hey, we're about to go over this rock that's right in front of us. He hadn't, he'd never done anything like this before. And he was just blown away. And I'm like, this is nothing. Wait till you see some of the other stuff we do today. It's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of fun things to do out there when you're real willing to get out in the back country. Uh, I was just, I was thinking about driving. What about the people that truly are brand new to even driving their rigs? Do y'all just kind of support them along that coach them through that? How does that work for somebody that's really new and like, oh, I don't even know if I can drive in the you know forest. Yeah, Brandon, honestly, so Brandon's our adventure lead and he does a he does an incredible job. Um, all of our adventures, unless specifically designated, mm-hmm. are 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 kind of built with the lowest common denominator. So we try to again, we're, we want to be welcoming. We don't want people to come out and have a stressful time. And right. so um we do spend a lot of uh, a lot of our efforts making sure that the trails that we take have offshoots. They have the ability to, um, to, to, to have a stock vehicle take or somebody who's a little less experienced. Um, but Brandon does a, a really great job. I actually let him hop in and explain some of what he does uh, in regards to leading some of those, those kind of newer brand new, never taken it off road before. This is my first, this is my first time. These tires have actually, actually touched dirt, you know? Right. 
Yeah. So just, just for context, we had um, a two wheel drive F-150 come out. We've had a all wheel drive uh, RAV4 come out and we're doing trails, right? But we're not doing anything so much so that your wives are getting out of the rig, you know, and walking the rest of the way or, or, and we try and make a focus on these trips on the experience of exploration. Right. Uh, and, and, and diving into the local cultures, even if it's like a small town country in Arkansas. Right. Um, whereas there's opportunity in our local community here to go off-roading, to do the OHV parks. And that's when you get to hone in your skills and we can offer that. We do offer that too. Um, but those guided adventures are really an opportunity to go see some new places of our country. And so we don't really wheel really hard on those unless if I specifically say, Hey, this is a wheeling trip, like our winter adventure coming up. Um, the Wachita's are known for forest roads. And so I got a little frustrated people saying, no, don't go out there for wheeling, but I know a lot of really fun wheeling trails in the Wachita's. And so I'm going to, uh, be taking a, a group of people that have four wheel drive, have the high clearance, have the capable vehicle, and we're going to do an adventure, but we're going to go on some harder trails. And so I'm looking forward to the winter adventure. That'll be awesome. Lake Washita. I tell anybody that'll listen, if you haven't been to Lake Washita, you are missing out. That is the best lake I've ever been to. It's gorgeous in all the yes. peninsulas and like, it's yes. beautiful. Yeah. My middle brother has a place in Mena, Arkansas. And I, we used to go like watch tall back for me. It was in the late nineties. We did quite a few trips up there, staying on houseboats, fishing. Um, so uh, Arkansas, very underrated. There's so many cool places and that Washington national forest, whether you want to do, Oh, you know, side by sides, four wheel drives, mountain bikes, any of those motorcycles. There's so many great things to do there. So what's the future? You guys have been, going for a couple of years now um you've obviously gained a lot of momentum with the size of uh folks who are coming out uh i love the missional aspect of just bringing community together i think that's so important uh, i think it's great to have an outlet for people who if they're just a little scared they can show up and you're open arms i mean just come on in be a friend i think that's great but what do y'all what's the future look like for calvary overland yeah so we uh we while this is this is not a full-time job for anybody on this call we we put a lot of full-time hours into it so we actually just wrapped up our 2024 planning session talking about what does it look like for us uh next year and kind of beyond um and and this year we we've done a we host one event a month from a meetup perspective um and that has that's while that's that's great um, it, it allows plenty of opportunity for people to connect. Um, it is, it does not allow us the ability to grow in other places that we're wanting to grow as well. And so we're going to take a slight shift on, on the number and frequency, um, of our meetups, but double down on the investment of the community, um, and, and the overall experience of that. And so, yeah, for us next year, our, our meetups, uh, will decrease in number, but they're going to, they're, they're, they're going to shoot um from a from a growth perspective um because we're going to bring each one of them with with more value um we're going to cater more to the family friendly aspect of it um and then for us while we're decreasing those number of events we're probably going to have a slight uptick in the number of guided adventures we do 
and uh, shameless plug, we're, we're trying to grow in the media front, right? And so you asked the question like, hey, you know, for the new person who's never been on a trip with us before, what is it like? I, my suggestion is go check out the YouTube channel. Um, all of our guided adventures, we kind of turn into episodes, which which give a really good feel for what 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 it all is from the total exploration aspect of it to taking in the local community uh, culture and then just that community investment perspective. So really, we're, we've kind of doubled down into um, really wanting to grow that that um, our, our media footprint. Um, and and there the guys on the team and, and Chelsea and they have we have so many great ideas, like too many great ideas. So <laughs> we've had to really narrow down and figure out what what is it that we're going to we're going to double down on. Um, we, we did just start a supporter program, which is you're probably familiar with Patreon. It's very much like a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the events that we do each month, again, there's a there's a zero dollar cost um, for the folks that are coming out. It's a great way because we've had a lot of people say, hey, how can how can we help? Like, how can we, this is awesome. How can I share? How can I make sure this is sustainable? Um, and that supporter program is a way to do that. And with that, it comes with us uh, adding more values to that. So um, guys, am I missing anything? Uh, I think one of, the, one of the points that we talked about for, for 2024 is kind of moving into that outdoor lifestyle brand. So not mm-hmm. just overlanding, but but all things outdoor to, to really kind of expand that, that community investment uh, piece of thing. Uh, so, so whether that's hiking, whether that's biking, um, just really not, not using the word overland to kind of tie us down to, for, for people to, to find community. And then, uh, the other thing that, that we want to, to really put some time and effort into is, is an outreach program. So really, really looking into programs that we can, uh, support other companies that are already doing things that are, we're passionate about to make mm-hmm. sure that there's awareness within the community, whether, that's, you know, the homeless or that's the the programs where, where kids age out of, you know, foster cares and now they're instantly homeless overnight, uh, developing programs and stuff for, for them to to create, to, to have trade skills so they can, they can earn a living and, and, you know, not just be turning 18 and then have no place to go. So uh, th- things of that nature, right, that we're, we're really trying to figure out what the community needs and, and how we can make, bring more awareness to, to some of those community um issues that, that that we all see that is an awesome future for you guys um i think that's you get a group of like-minded people together um getting that momentum going and then you can do wonders with that and i think that's an awesome thing to do if somebody well i first have to ask this question real quick kind of a side note do you all allow people from houston to come to your group they, if it's you, then yes. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, yeah, we're 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 wide open, man. We've actually had quite a few folks come up from Houston. Uh, Zane and Chelsea, uh, who who are on our lead team now, uh, found us from Houston, came up to an event to figure out if we were if we were completely weird before they came on an adventure with us. And so we pat we passed that test. But yeah, if you yeah if y'all are from Houston, uh, we'll love you. We'll love you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to that next time you go to Arkansas. That actually does interest me. It's a long drive from Houston, but um, I I would love to take my Jeep up there and go camping. So if if people want to find out, uh, you mentioned the YouTube, but what are all y'all's handles if people are wanting to learn more about Calvary Overland? Where do they need to go? Well, we try to make it as as easy as possible. So 
Um, we're, we're at Calvary Overland on Instagram. The Facebook page is Calvary Overland. YouTube, you, you Google Calvary Overland, it'll come up. Throw it in Google, you'll find the website. Um, so yeah, if you if you look up Calvary Overland, C A L V A R Y Overland, you'll 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 sure to find us. Well, that's awesome, guys. This has been great talking to you. I really look forward to having you. I, I hit the subscribe button on YouTube to make sure that I see the next video coming up. So I'm excited about that, and uh, I definitely want to keep in touch. But I really appreciate y'all's time today. I'm want to get the word out about who you guys are and especially in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That seems like a, I mean, that community's huge up there between, you know, just all the communities around DFW. So I know there's a big opportunity to reach more folks. Um, Shannon, I love that last word you talked about it, how you are looking to really impact the community in other ways and really taking that missional aspect. Um, I think that's a great thing to strive for in 2024. But I uh, just want to say thanks, guys, for the uh, time today. It's been a great conversation. Thank you so much, Daniel. Yeah, we appreciate appreciate you having us on. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Sign Out Podcast. Make sure you check out calvaryoverland.com. You can also find their social media links on their website. Special thanks to four-wheel pop-up campers, purveyors of vehicle-based adventure, for their generous support of the Sign Out Podcast. Learn more about four-wheel pop-up campers and their variety of base camp adventure products by visiting 4wh.com. That's F-O-U-R-W-H.com. Make sure you check out our website at signoutco.com. We have a bunch of original design t-shirts and hats and stickers. They're very cool. Check them out. And if you have about 30 seconds, if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be much appreciated. It really helps us out. The music in this episode was made by me, Caleb J. Murphy. And if you want to hear more of my music, check out calebjmurphy.com. Again, thank you for listening to the Sign Out Podcast, and we will talk to you next time. The Sign Out Podcast is proudly brought to you by Outdoor by Four Magazine, a preeminent publication for responsible vehicle-based adventure travel, including overlanding. Outdoor by Four shares family-friendly content that resonates with a broad audience of adventurers, whether in a 4x4 vehicle, on two wheels, in a canoe or kayak, or on foot. Outdoor by Four's focus is on visual storytelling that appeals to all types of outdoor enthusiasts while providing expert advice as well as dynamic photography and stories that inspire. You can pick up a copy of Outdoor by Four magazine by visiting your local bookstore or by going to outdoorx4.com. That's outdoorx, the number four, dot com.